and uh, I'll be reading from the NIV. Verse 1, Hear my prayer, Lord. Let my cry for help come to you. Do not hide your face from me. When I am in distress, turn your ear to me. When I call, answer me quickly. For my days vanish like smoke. My bones burn like glowing embers. My heart is um, blighted and withered like grass. I forget to eat my food. In my distress, I groan aloud and am reduced to skin and bones. I'm like a desert owl, like an owl among the ruins. I lie awake. I have become like a bird alone on a roof. All day long, my enemies taunt me. Those who rail against me use my name as a curse. For I eat ashes as my food and mingle my drink with tears. Because of your great wrath, for you have taken me up and thrown me aside. My days are like the evening shadow. I wither away like grass. But you, Lord, sit enthroned forever. Your renown endures through all generations. You will arise and have compassion on Zion. For it is time to show favor to her. The point of time has come. For her stones are dear to your servants. Her very dust moves them to pity. The nations will fear the name of the Lord. All the kings of the earth will revere your glory. For the Lord will rebuild Zion and appear in his glory. You will respond to the prayer of the destitute. You will not despise their plea. Let this be written for a future generation, that a people not yet created may praise the Lord. The Lord looked down from his sanctuary on high. From heaven he viewed the earth to hear the groans of the prisoners and release those condemned to death. So the name of the Lord will be declared in Zion and his praise in Jerusalem when the peoples and the kingdoms assemble to worship the Lord. In the course of my life, he broke my strength. He cut short my days. So I said, do not take me away, my God, in the midst of my days. Your years go on through all generation. In the beginning, you laid the foundations of the earth and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like a garment. Like clothing, you will change them, and they will be discarded. But you remain the same, and your years will never end. The children of your servants will live in your presence. Their descendants will be established before you. Um, let's go ahead and uh, reflect and read um, on this psalm, and uh, we'll come together and we'll um, we'll share. Well, let me let me share and and uh, if. Uh, if anything, if anyone wants to piggyback, then uh, that, that'd be fine. Um, as I, I read the psalm, uh, we're back kind of to um, the typical psalm that we've seen of uh, the psalmist struggling. Uh, let me see who's this. This is a psalm. Uh, this is a prayer of one overwhelmed with trouble, pouring out problems before the Lord. Um so I, and I'm reading this, and I and the thought occurred to me that this is the type of suffering that is out there. That this is the type of suffering that people go through. Um, you know that even uh, we may have gone through it ourselves. I may have gone through that myself. Um, but the thought of it is sometimes um, there are others who are going through greater difficulty than than me, and this is their description. And so it, it just reminds me that not only do I go through uh, the the intensity level of what the psalmist describes, um, but let's say I don't, or let's say I can't understand. Let's say I've never had cancer and never gone through chemo, um, but others have. Um, the psalm kind of helps us 
enter into their suffering. Try to, it tries to describe the suffering that, that others are going through. And obviously it's describing the suffering that the psalmist is going through. And then it, it takes me to the place where, um, you know, how Christ suffered, uh, for, on our behalf. And, um, and, uh, I'm like, wow, I, you know, I, I hope we never have to go through, through any of that. Um, but then there, there are portions like verse four where, uh, it says that my heart is sick. And, uh, I think, I think we've all gone through that where our heart is literally, um, you know, can't get out of bed or just, uh, the description of my heart is sick is, is, uh, we know what that is. And, um, verse six talks about owls. Um, I don't really quite understand that. I, uh, I think I'll probably need to do some research on owls and why, um, that's such a sad or bad thing. An owl in the desert, <laughs> um, what that means. But, but verse nine, it describes about this, this weeping, uncontrollable weeping, you know, um, that his drink and his tears are just constant and it's, it's just, you know, and, uh, maybe we've been there, maybe we haven't, but, um, that, that, that exists, that there's times where our heart is so sick and so, um, sad that there's just uncontrollable weeping. Um, and then in verse 11, there's a couple, this is the second time it's referenced withering like grass, where our lives are withering like grass, our heart is withering like grass. And so I just sat there and just thought about withered grass and the yellowness of grass and the deadness of grass and, um, beginning to put myself in that and just, uh, yeah, I could, I could see how lifeless and how ugly and just how, um, dis, um, disinteresting that is. And, that's, but that's how our life feels. Verse 13, um, there's kind of this idea where, um, now's the time to have mercy. Now's the time to arise. Now's the time you promise to help. In other words, his prayer, the psalmist's prayer is like, God, you got to do it now. Like now's the time. And, and I, I feel like that's how it is with, with the coronavirus now. It's like, God, like you got to do it now. Like, we've had, this is enough is enough. This has gone long enough. Like you got to do something now. But then if you think about it, has God answered their prayer right now? You know, in the 40 years of wilderness, um, I'm sure that they prayed the same prayer yet. It took 40 years. And um, so, yes, it doesn't mean God has not answered their prayer. No, clearly he has. And so we're praying for the coronavirus and, um, you know, I don't know how long it's going to take, but, um, you know, he's, he's going to answer, even though we want it now. Um, we don't know when it's going to happen. Then he continues verse 16 that we will rebuild. I love the hope that, um, the psalmist has. And, and I just, I just feel that hope. I feel that hope as in, in the psalm where it's like, you know what, but you will rebuild. And it's like, that's what needs to happen. And he will. But I think verse 18 strikes me the most in terms of emotionally. Um, that it's like, Lord, just let's, let's write this down. Let's record this for future generations that you are going to answer a prayer that you have answered a prayer. Um, like, like it's kind of a bet, you know, like I want you to write this down because I'm, I'm betting on you, God, and it's, it's going to happen and it's going to come true. Um, and so I, I like that just so that future generations know, knows uh, the goodness and the stories that, 
that we have may our, our kids and our grandchildren and future generations hear about the story of God in our lives. Uh, I love that concept. And then um, verse 19 is like, tell the people that God has heard um, our prayer, you know, and I just envision kind of like a, a presidential declaration. It's like, uh, let's hold a press conference. Um, you know, I've got to tell the nation um, that God has heard and we're going to be okay. And so, um, I just like that imagery uh, that I just had in my head. Uh, but the most important part is verse 27 to me is that um, you are um, always the same. And I think that's the most important part. Like God has to be the same. Like, can you imagine a God who changes his mind, a God who's different, who's moody, who's one day this, one day that? No, he's, he's going to be the same. He is able to do the same. What we see in scripture, he's still the same God that is, is has done that, is able to do that. And, um, can do it and will do it. And, um, and that's really, that's necessary. It's comforting. It's assuring. Um, so just, uh, just holding on to that. Lord, you're the same. You're the same 2000 years ago. You're the same today. You're safe for eternity. You are eternity. You never change. And so, um, those are, those are my thoughts. Um, I don't know if anybody else has any other reflections or thoughts. Let's go into, into, in the time of prayer and, and let's use this as the blueprint, uh, as you, Start from verse one. It's like, Lord, hear our prayer. Listen to us in, in our time of distress. And so, yeah, I think, um, now would be an appropriate time to go before the Lord about the distress that we have and, um, or the distress that others may have. And so, um, for the remaining time, let's, let's pray and let's pray for one another and, uh, you know, um, just lift one another. And even though we may not have individually shared what is specific to our lives, we kind of get a sense uh, for one another and just begin to pray for for their distress. And right now we have 10 people in the, in the room. And so um, that would take some time, but also in the end, let's, let's glorify God. Let's honor him and, and have the confidence and the hope that, that uh, he will um, um, rebuild uh, what was torn down. He will rebuild our, our hearts, our family, our, our country, our nation. Um, so let's go ahead and do that. Let me just open us. Father, uh, Lord, we ask, God, that uh, every day we seek you, every day we come before you because of uh, the needs and desires of our heart, Lord. and Father, but uh, we want to seek your will and seek what you want for us. We want to begin to uh, plea and, and ask for the things that, that you want to accomplish through our lives and through this whole situation, Lord. Uh, Father, when your son Jesus was going uh, to the cross, Lord, um, Lord, you, your will uh, was being done, Father. And though it may not have made any sense to us, Lord, your plan is even greater for your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Your ways are higher than our ways. And so, Father, we just put our trust in you. And maybe during this time of uh, quarantine and coronavirus lord may may we put our trust in you may you draw people to you uh may we you draw uh, even more people who um who is uh comfortable to a place of uh uh needing a, a savior god and and even in the confusion god let let it be um something that draws them to you god so we pray for salvation uh, for those who have been opposed to you, God, we pray for redemption. For those who have been rebellious against you, God, we pray, uh, Father, for those things. Lord, we pray for our loved ones who are going through tremendous suffering and pain right now. 
who need relief and help, Lord, would you come quickly now? Um, so, Lord, we just lift them up. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So let's continue to go to God in prayer using that uh, format, and, uh, and then we'll come and close.